Hey, this is the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 281. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. We're going to continue the arc of Awesome by not talking about Sea Monster Tribal. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're both recovering from playing in-person magic last night at your house. Two nights in a row. With, that's crazy. This is insane. I know. Is this the, the end of the end times? Who can say maybe? N- nah, we also no. got people to thank, stories to tell. Before we got to any of that, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com, your source for all your gaming needs. And I just got an order from Fuge. Can we call him Fuge? Are we? Are we? Are we, are we, we can f- call him whatever we want. We're the bad business baby that won't behave. <laughs> are we on? Are we on first namest enoughest basis yet? Yes. Fuge. Yeah. Foil, taco shell, <laughs> commander sphere from Command Legends. Oh man, it's gonna show up. It's just gonna be a blank card. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, it's shaped like this. I don't. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be tacoed or not. Like in but the lips. Oh, it, yes, it will be. It, it will be. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a got, foil common them. from Commander Legends. It will be taco shell. I got them. I I have the order, but I didn't open it yet, because um, as far as the envelope isn't. Well, bold. well, it was outside, right? It was outside. So if you get cards delivered in the winter, and they're cooled down to the outside temperature, you open the envelope. And then the moisture from in your house condenses on the cold card, mm-hmm. and it makes them all n- not not necessarily curl because lots of cards don't ever curl, even if they get wet, like back in the good old days. Yep. But they they stick together and they don't slide across each other because they're all moist. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I got this order mm-hmm. used CCO Fusion Five promo code. At checkout to get five percent off on my old dang old order. Man, I used five percent, or I used the special promo code to get five percent off my most recent order from a couple of days ago. And yep. I got remember that time I told you the story about how I bought the Tiamat from underneath that guy. Yes, happened to me. Oh, oh, you know you make the order, but you, it's like for the one card that you really want, and then you just order two other things or three other things that you're paying shipping. I might as well grab these now. Yeah. So now I get all the toss in crap that I didn't really care about, and the card that I wanted, somebody skunked me for it. Oh dang. Ooh. Oh, it's fine, dang. and I'll dang. get I'll get another chance. I'll get another chance. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake my Smitty, fist at you. Smitty came over yesterday. He did. First time we've seen him in two years. Yes, you. Smitty came over, and he's got uh, anointed procession. He says, "Oh, thank you, thank you for saving me five percent on anointed procession yeah. because I used the promo code." And I'm like, "Oh, what? yeah, it's like twenty bucks." He's like, "No, oh, forty-five. Like, <laughs> well, dang, when did anointed procession get forty-five dollars?" Yesterday, probably. Yeah. If you want one, you can save 5% too with the promo yeah, code. Because you're probably going to buy it anyway. So, yeah. Save some money. So, okay. Not Sea Monster Tribal. Not we're Sea gonna, Monster Tribal. We're going to a little bit jump into the commander and then we're going to talk about everything else like CCO of old. CCO of old also did an episode on Xur the Enchanter where we did Sea Monster Tribal Xur. Xur the it. Enchanter is human wizard 1 4 with flying for white, blue, black 1. Whenever it attacks, search your library for an enchantment card with inverted mana cost three or less. Put that shit into play. Enchantment finding. Yep. Now, what's special about this is, and and what's special about CCO besides what, besides us? It's the arc of awesome, and we're gonna do a fucking Zer deck. What the hell? Explain yourself. We, you and I, and CCO Nation collectively, take, I think, some great strides in. In d- down the road of creativity and 
specifically making sure other people are having a good time and and that's why our community is the best on the internet air quotes awesome (laughs) 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 i i I, i'm using the air quotes to both summarize what you said but also to take a subtle dig at the nation (laughs) you guys are awesome yeah okay sure yeah this deck this Mm -hmm. deck not your typical zur you know ramps them out searches for necropotence and fills your hand back up every single turn yeah, searches for combo nec- versus for what is it diplomatic community necropotence stasis the end yeah not that yeah also not cco classic sea monster tribal yes unfortunate this but we this, have that on tape already somewhere so. yeah we've got that episode just to that. episode whatever you can probably just find it on spotify yeah. it's probably not on youtube but it was an old one it was an old yeah probably ago. double digits hey Whoa, we're getting old. <laughs> this deck built by All Filler Miller, Aiden Miller. He's seven foot two. Yeah, seven point two on a scale of ten. No, and I mean seven foot two on a scale of people tallness. Yes, yes, also very tall. Yeah, he's fucking tall. Eh? His head, his head in our in our low kitchen in the Airbnb touched the ceiling. It, he stood on his toes and his head touched the roof. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. Super cool guy. Knows like 87 different martial arts. He just looks at you and you're like, oh, a pressure point now. Yeah. And then we went and had tacos. We go. Of course we did. We go back. Remember I was, I said to Lenny, and and we'll tie this in in a second. I say to Lenny, yeah, we'll be there in like 15 minutes. We walked all the way to the strip, got a bunch of tacos, walked all the way back, tried to find a door to get through the convention center. And finally did, walk through the convention center, couldn't get through that gate that security guard had to let us through, yeah. all while Lenny is just sitting outside our Airbnb waiting for us <laughs> the uh, whole fucking time. And so sorry, Lenny, but... Bad friends. Thank you for helping Aiden build this deck, because he says in uh, in Discord that him and Lenny built this deck in Vegas, and they told us about it. Yeah. That's why it's being featured on the Ark of Awesome, because our community just fucking meets up, smashes ideas... And some sea monster or not sea monster zer list comes out of it. Yeah, and also CEO of Grilled Cheese. Yes, that's on his architect. That's architect fun. Name. Yep. I like that. That's that's a good name. Yeah, very cool. So Aiden Miller, that's whose deck it is. Lenny helped him make it. Two patrons right there that that both did the thing. Right. Yep. 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 If you want to become a patron, we got another benefit for you. Do we? The CCO nickname. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. benefit. I'm going to use the air quotes now. <laughs> and if you were watching on YouTube, you'd see the air quotes. Which you fucking should be because you're listening anyway. Do you know how many people on Discord actually say, I'm tired of Brando yelling at me, but I only listen to you guys when I drive. So I just went on to, just went on to YouTube and subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And so, so does do Ryan. I. Yeah, very and so much. So does Erin McNutt. She's sitting over there. Erin McNutt also appreciates it. I don't know if she appreciates anything right now. No, she does. She's a good person. Yeah, she is. She's, she's a good, good baker too. Yep, good yep, baker. Yep. Good baker. I like her sweater today. It's got all those Canadian like patches on it. Like it's got a beaver and like a Canada leaf. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Cool stuff. Okay, benefit, benefit of becoming a patron over at Patreon.com/slash/CCOPodcast is you get a Patreon nickname. We've got a couple patrons to thank here. Okay, let's hit them with the truth. First two. These are two Vegas guys too. Okay, all right. These all two right, Vegas right. guys. Came and played the most epic open flippy. Oh, yeah, that was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to just use his short name because this is how he was introduced to me. Okay. Nate Mud. Plays in the? Nate, likes it in the? Nate likes it in the mud? Uh, 
he I, I think that he said go hard like go hard in the mud <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but is, are we talking wrestling or like butt stuff is there really a difference at the end of the day Nate Mudblood Nate Mudblood that's that- what happens when you go too hard oh oh Moving on. Nate Mudblood. I like it. Not to be confused with the um, with the derogatory term from Harry Potter. This is something totally different. Next patron shout out. What? Just, uh, we're moving on. We're moving. Okay, yeah. Jack Hayden. Now, with a first name like Jack. It rhymes with Dak Faden. There's no way that's his real name. Oh. There's absolutely no chance that's his real name. But his Zero percent chance that his name is Zach Hayden, zero percent chance. But his name is is Jack. Zero. He was, he was the guy that has chance. like the eight hundred foot long hair, which is great for him. I'm very proud of him, fellow long hair. But there's no way that's his real name. Can I just call him Jack Longhair, or should we go on down the 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 Dak Faden? What's probably is Dak Faden. Dak Faden Longhair. Longhair Dak Faden. <laughs> Official CCO Planeswalker, it turns out. Now I have to play one on a deck. This sucks. This sucks. <laughs> Dak Faden's good, though. He got he saw playing vintage for a while. Dak Faden one time stole a, stole a mana vault from me, and I couldn't cast Zada because I was mana screwed. <laughs> I think I still won that game, though. I don't remember. See, he's not even that good. But whatever, Jack Faden. What, what the hell his name is? He's fine. Jack Faden. <laughs> Jack Faden. Jack Faden. There. Brother of Planeswalker Dak Faden. Dak Faden. Oh, yeah, pseudo-celebrity. We haven't had one of those in the niche for a long time. It took us a while, but we got there. Jack Faden. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and when you steal something, you jack it, so it's still, like, it's on it's on brand for the family. Yeah. Bunch of kleptos. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Okay, good. Okay. That's all I got. Nate and, and Jack, welcome. Next one, David Axford. Asford? Ass forge. Ass forge. Yeah. His buns are of steel. Yes, he pinches a lump of coal in his butt cheeks and it comes out a diamond. Yeah. That also means he's tight with his money. He put a lump of coal up his ass and it turned into a diamond. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? If I could put a lump of coal up my ass and have it turn into a diamond, I'd be fucking good with money too. I would. You know why? Because I have giant diamonds. I'd I'd be so rich. I would fit. I don't. If you had a coal lump that was like, say, the size of a, like a pool ball. Yeah, that's that's still a little big for what we're talking about. But let's just use that as an example. But if it's smooth like a pool ball, I mean, you could get there. And you smushed it down into a diamond. How big would the diamond be? Microscopic. It'd just be teeny weeny. Yeah. Wow. Could you could you then take a bunch of those teeny weeny diamonds that would uh, like be powder because they're so small? You oh, put and them smush all, them together and then with smush a giant them all diamond? again and make a giant diamond. Oh or, shit! Yeah. Or once you're a diamond, is like that it. You're just a fucking diamond now. You could probably smush diamonds together. I bet you can. If we have any geology people out there, let us know. But I think if you had a bunch of diamonds and you smashed them, they'd probably go together, hey? I don't know. If you heated them up enough or pushed them you'd, together you'd hard enough to, for long enough. Yeah, you'd have to re-diamond them. You'd put them into the center of the sun or something. And and to re-diamond something, you probably need to more diamond it or diamond it harder than it diamonded the first time to become a diamond. Are diamonds even that impressive? We make them ourselves and put them on saws. Like, they're not even that big a deal anymore, are they? Uh, they're less of a big deal, but real diamonds are still a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Like, because it was just fucking made inside the earth. 
Well, lots of things are made inside the earth. Yeah, but not very many things are diamonds. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> last patron. No last name. What? This is just this is just Oh, David Asford. Okay, thank David you. David Asford. Yeah. F okay. you, buddy. Last one. Eh? Ren. Just fucking Ren. Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> I used to work with a Glenn. Glenn he, Glenn. Hey, look at a bald eagle. Glenn That's Eagle. Like Glenn Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we have one of those in the nation, but... Now we have two. Glenn Eagle. Yeah, the guy I worked with, Glenn, he told me a story. Like, I started working with him in, like, 2012. Mm-hmm. He told me this story about he used to work at a bar, and some dude was, like, banging a lady upstairs. Oh, shit. Bar, right? And he, could, and he could hear, like, the guy's belt buckle tinking on the floor. Tink, 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 tink. And he was, like, trying to ignore it or whatever. Years and years and years later, he tells me, that he was banging this chick upstairs and his belt buckle was tinking on the floor and his coworker downstairs told him he could hear it and was trying to ignore it. And it took me like, it, it was like that drastic coming to God moment where it was like, wait a minute, you said, but didn't you? But back in 2012, you told me it was. And every time he was like, yes, yes, I did. I remember that. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> oh man, we had to mute the the, the conference call we were on because I was laughing so hard. I just put it on mute, and yeah. then then when I took it off mute, I was still laughing when my boss was talking to me. I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Panef, you're not having fun here. We're doing corporate <sighs> shit. Yeah, we're doing. We're trying to do stuff. <laughs> That's what they say. So, Glenn Eagle, Glenn Eagle, welcome aboard. Oh man, that's so odd. I fucking love that name. It's a good name. Glen Eagle. <laughs> it's cool that we saw an eagle flying around, though. Too. Yeah, it's That's like neat. it's the land of the free. Well, CCO Nation is the land of the free, so. And we're free as fuck up in this bitch. Yep, yep. Speaking of free as fuck, we have a free pack to give away. Oh, yeah, we do, from last week. That's I'm a good segue. Segway Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> also a good name. Turns out if you use Eagle as a last name, it's fucking, it's good no matter what you do. That's pretty true. I'm going to run over some of those in my head while you tell them about the winner. Brando Eagle. Pretty yeah, cool. That's fine, yeah. Pretty cool. Brand okay. Cool. You guess the commander on the pre-show, you get entered in to win a booster pack. Last week, you guess Obosh, you get entered in, and Simple Sand Castle wins a booster pack. So what you do, commandercoco.gmail.com, you email us, you tell us it's you, give us your address, honor system, so don't fucking ruin it for everybody, and we'll send you a pack. That's it. It's simple. Uh, it is, it's really it's super easy. easy. We like giving the packs away. It makes people happy. They people love winning more than they like getting the pack, right? Like it could be anything. You you could just be the winner. <laughs> when we were on the radio yesterday, we were doing like a a contest where you could pick who's going to win all of the the game the sports ball games that are yep. happening this weekend. And it's like if you win, we're not going to give you anything. But you have the satisfaction of knowing that you won. Yes, you're the person on the radio who won. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and you know how many people played? Everybody played. Yeah. Everybody yes. played just because they want to win. They want to play and they want to win, and that's awesome. I love it. You know what? If the, if, if the booster pack guessing game is the most competitive thing in the nation, all the, I'm, I'm all the more happier. Because yeah. you know what that means? When we're actually playing like CEDH or, or games that we want to win, Somebody was bugging me the other day for trying to win. <laughs> and I'm trying to fucking win. Right? If we're playing CEDH and we don't care if we win or not because we just want to have fun, I think that's I think that's like primo primo shit right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's right. why the nation's so awesome. Yeah. 
a la the arc of, of awesome, right? Is that the is that, is that the segue you're making there? Well, yeah. Did I put two and two together? Yes. Make five? <laughs> At <Yeah>. least. <laughs> At least five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. T- two more biznatches real quick. Okay. Grueling Christmas coming up. We're coming up. CCO's annual Christmas. Yeah, are we going to build a gruel deck? Maybe. Are we going to do something that somebody sent in? Maybe. It really depends on how much time I have between now and when we record that episode. It's 100% on Brando, mm-hmm. so don't disappoint. <laughs> no pressure. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the thousands of people out in the nation need you to do this. Jesus. They need it. And it's Christmas. <sighs> and kids will go hungry if you don't do it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Last little bit of thing. It's not over yet for us, but by the time you listen to this, the Kickstarter will have wrapped up. Big thanks to everybody who who contributed, shared, helped, supported in any way. It, uh, we assume it was successful. Well, I mean, it, it is successful at this point. Therefore, it will be successful in the future when you hear this. So we appreciate your help and take CCO to like the next level. And that's all on you guys. And we appreciate it very, very much. Very much so. And that and, and the funds from that not only are going to produce all the merchandise that everybody's been asking for, but we're going to turn it into some what we think is going to be really great content. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you're all here. So yeah, because they're. Well, I guess, yeah. Like that, yeah. That's mm-hmm. literally what brought them here is the content. Whether it's great or not, eh, it's yeah, subjective, what? but uh, you are here. so Yeah, you are listening to it, so. That's on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of content. Content. Should we do some not not regular Xur, not sea monster tribal Xur? I guess. I guess we could. Let's flip over to the cards. Okay. Okay, before we start, we do have to preface the deck by saying... The whole thing was built around a single card that you can find with Xur. So remember, one four for four attacks, go and get an enchantment of three cost or less. Mm-hmm. That card, moderation. Moderation, enchantment, white, blue, one. You can't cast more than one spell each turn. Whenever you cast a spell, draw a card. Okay, so cast a spell, draw a card is, I think, the important part there. Yes. Find it with Zur important, mm-hmm. and Lenny, Lenny, and Aiden told me about this deck. And by by this time in the Vegas trip, it's like plenty beer thirty. Oh yeah, and day three o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and also actually like almost midnight. <laughs> well, midnight. What is what is time? What, in what Vegas? is time in Las Vegas? What is time me? until you have to leave? Yeah, exactly. And be at the airport. Yes. Yes. It's the only time time mattered the entire time we were there. Time, 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 time. Time to time, time, time to time, time. So they tell me about this deck, and I'm like, okay, sounds cool. Send it in or whatever, right? Probably is what I said. <laughs> Probably something like that. Yeah. And here we are. So it's based on moderation. It locks you out from more than one spell per turn. That's like Arcane Laboratory or what's the other one? that Rule of Law. We'll get there. It's in here. Right? But cast a spell, draw a card. Ooh. So just remember that. Let's hit up the ramps and stuff, the ramps and rocks and stuff, and then we'll get to, like, the, the the shit. I got this. Okay. Unwinding Clock, Thought Vessel, Sky Diamond, Prismatic Lens, Orzov Signet, Mind Stone, Marble Diamond, Commander's Sphere, Charcoal Diamond, Arcane Signet, and Azoria Signet. Jesus. Easy for me to say. Yeah, Signets. There's a lot of diamonds in there. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I know that you don't like the diamonds. Yeah. We'll talk about the diamonds when we get to the budget section, because they're affordable compared to other things that are... 
two or less mana to ramp your deck. Uh, you know, and, uh, and or less affordable. Yes, the less. Yes, okay. Unwinding Clock untaps your artifacts, of which we have ten others that give us mana. What's the cutoff? What do you mean? For, I was thinking about it. I was looking at this deck. What's the cutoff, do you think, for Unwinding Clock? Where it's like, I'm going to play Unwinding Clock to untap all my artifacts to let me play more stuff during... Oh, yeah. Like, what's the... How many do you need before it's like, ah, damn it, like, I don't have anything to untap with this Unwinding Clock, or I only have two things, is it worth it to play Unwinding Clock? What's the, you know what I mean? Is there a cutoff, or you want yeah. more than this? Like, is yeah. the density of artifact high enough? Maybe, you know what, like, maybe ten others that all give you mana like these do. Uh, I think Prismatic Lens, do you have to sacrifice that one? You have to tap something else and it to get a mana out of it, I think. Oh, if you want a colored mana, you have to tap it oh, something it, else. Oh, it's a rock for two, but if you want a color, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like Astrolabe for two. Yeah, we we are playing Artifact Lands. So we've okay. got like Ancient Den, Seed of the Synod, Vault and, of Whispers, and then the two color ones are Mari Hoho. So that counts. Okay. If yeah. you were looking to really maximize it in this deck, maybe you want Artifact creatures that tap for mana like the the mirrors that tap for mana right yeah they are susceptible of course to artifact and creature removal yeah, so they're not wrecked, but they're not that great but i don't know maybe this is enough yeah, maybe with the artifact lands it might push it over the top because th they gave us two color ones now right yeah i forgot those even existed they're indestructible they come into play tap they're not they're actually pretty good we just yeah, never talked about them when for they some when, when they untap every turn and we yeah. have uh, we're going to have enchantments that have flash. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what do you... Are, do you mean we're going to play moderation and then immediately just break our own rules and play around playing moderation? This is the nation. We always what? break the rules. What? Did you see me get shit from the judge for hopping the railing at, at uh, <laughs> in the in the commander area in Vegas, man? Man, he just came right up into my face and blasted me, like way over-scolded me for the severity of the infraction. Such that everybody was looking at me. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I wasn't. I probably would have chop blocked him. Oh, it was okay. But taking him down. I just agreed with him and said, you're right. I shouldn't have hopped the railing. You still could have done that, except he would have been on the ground holding his knee. Because <laughs> he got chop blocked by me. I'm loyal like that. I don't yeah, take that kind of crap are. very well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know what? I, I took the high ground. I took yeah. the higher road and just said, yep. Yeah. And while he was looking up in the high ground, yeah, I took the low road and just <laughs> got him. Oh. But I did make mental note when I saw other people hop the railing throughout the rest of the weekend. And I said, yeah, where's that guy now? I was creeping through that corner bit like oh, all yeah. weekend. I should I should have crept the corner. Quickest way to get to the washroom was to go through the corner. You're right. Yeah, that's what I did. Yes. And you just kind of like. You, you got to get a turn sideways. You, well, you just do the little hip nudge and then you open a little spot and then you can walk through. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the stuff they don't tell you about Magic Fest. Yeah. I mean, you, you probably maybe shouldn't do that, but I, I did it. Well, you had a wristband. Yeah. That's fine. You paid to be in there. I was wearing a brightly colored shirt. You can't miss me. No. No, but then but then that one afternoon, we're like, where's Brando? Nobody's <laughs> seen him all day. Turns out, tacos. Yeah, I was off getting tacos. <laughs> tacos. <laughs> Continuing on with the deck. Yeah. So we already said that we played a bunch of stuff with Flash. We're going to get to that in a minute. Let's do the control stuff first. Sure, let's do control and protect Zer because that's kind of control and it is kind of Zer. Yeah. Now, normally we just bang through all of these real fast, but since there are some pretty interesting includes in here, we'll we'll kind of point form them. Sure. For for pacing's sake, we have a voracious great shark. Voracious great shark is a 
Oh, I thought that that was a, a mutator. No. Enters the battlefield, counter target artifact or creature spell, right? Yeah. And it's a 5 4 for 5, so pretty cool. Yeah. We have an unwind. Uh, counter a spell, untap three lands. Uh, non creature spell, but yes. Sure. Rewind. Counter a spell, untap four lands this time. <laughs> o ring. O ring just, it, that's an enchantment that we can find with Xur mm -hmm. that is removal. Mm -hmm. That's pretty special right there. Negate. Counter target non creature. Imprisoned in the moon. Enchantment that we can turn anything into a land. Into a waste, specifically like kind of a shitty land. Yeah, the crappiest land. Yeah. Except for planes. Victory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna my mono white deck for lands is just gonna play like 37 imprisoned in the moons and be like this is the worst deck ever. <laughs> Dress down. Enchantment. Uh, yeah, enchantment. Enchant uh, until end of turn. No, you creatures lose all abilities. Yes, Fuck, that's what it does. Yes. Sacrifice it at end of turn. Yes. ETBs draw a card. That's cool. That's a good ass That's card. A neat Monty card. Ho Ho, if you will. It, I think it saw some playing Legacy for a little bit. It's sort of like sudden spoiling ish. Yeah. Also, kind of like humility, except it 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 keeps them the same bigliness. Yeah, it doesn't make them small. Bad, but dress down is cool. I like that card. Draining Welk. I like this card too. Enters a battlefield. Put X plus one counters on Draining Welk, where X is the spell's converted mana cost that you countered. I think that this should be errated to be a slug. It looks kind of like a slug. It kind of does look like a slug. It could be a slug instead of an illusion. Then you could play it in your Toxtral deck. Precisely. Did you win that game last night? No. No, I didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. No, once I got taken off. Because Lara won it with zero cards in her. Yeah. God, where's Bruvac when you need him? Where's the justice there? Darksteel Mutation. This is another good one. Enchantment that just turns something into a zero one bug. Card's only 69 American cents. That's three Canadian dollars, but that's a good-ass card, man. Nice. Containment Priest. Another legacy one. Non-token creature can't enter the battlefield from anywhere except casting it from your hand. Mm -hmm. That's a good card that's right cool. there. Cathar Commando. I think that this one flew under the radar, but it's a common, so it's like big deal. Yeah, it's like, so what? Flash, 3-1 for 2. Like, already a good blocker. Yep. Before combat damage, if the three power doesn't kill the thing it's blocking, pay one, sacrifice, destroy an artifact or an enchantment. That's very good. That's a good card. That's a very good card. And you can go to uh, FusionGamingOnline.com, use special promo code CCOFusion5, get 5% off your like, 25 cent common. There you go. Hell yeah. Cast out. Another enchanty. Flash. Cast out enters the battlefield, exile target non-land permanent, and opponent controls until cast out leaves the battlefield. So it's kind of like O-Ring, except you can't do the trick. Right. But it also has cycling. For white, that's pretty good. Yeah. Can't find it with Zerk because it costs four, but you do get to cycle it if you just natural draw it and don't want it. it. Yeah. Lastly, we have Arcane Denial. Counter target spell. Its controller may draw up to two cards at the beginning of the next end step. You draw a card at the beginning of next turn's upkeep. I should put that in Bruvac. I should put that in Bruvac and make them draw if they fucking want to. Mill yourself. They probably would, though. They would, unless they have no cards in their library. Oh, yeah, that's true. It turns into way better counterspell. Yeah, they're like, if they have they're no like cards in their library. I'll traumatize them and double it, but they have an odd number of cards in their library, so they have they have one card, and then they go to like, oh, kill your guy because you made your bed. You have to lie in it. <laughs> uh, Arcane Denial, you can draw if you want. Oh, <laughs> 
just fuel for the fire, baby. Fuel for the salty <laughs> fire. <laughs> Let's protect Zer. Yes, these are, I think, regular sort of Zer cards, right? Yes. Uh, rule of law, we talked about that earlier. Cast one spell per turn, you can find it with Zer. You can also play Arcane Laboratory either instead or as well. It's the same card, except it's blue. Except it's blue, yeah, instead of white. Mirror Maid. That uh, enters the battlefield as an artifact or enchantment on the battlefield. Cool. Yeah. Curator's Ward. Curator's Ward. Interesting. Enchanted permanent has hexproof. If enchanted permanent leaves the battlefield, if it was heroic, which is legendary... Artifact or, or saga. Or saga, yeah. Draw card. And Zer is one of those things. Mm-hmm. And Blessing of Leeches, which is zero regenerate enchanted creature. Flash. At the beginning of your upkeep, lose a life. Now, is diplomatic immunity expensive? Because I feel like one of those should be diplomatic immunity. I think that's the Zer staple that you can still play in a casual deck as this is. I, I agree. It's probably not so expensive, but like with the diamonds, we'll maybe come back to that when we look at the actual overall budget of the deck. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, so we've got that. Let's do some uh, drawing matters stuff. Yes. Draw and flash matters are our next two categories. Yes. So keeping in mind that we can play one spell a turn, every time we play a spell we draw a card, and we're going to have the capabilities of playing lots of shit on our opponent's turns. Yes. Thereby drawing a bunch of cards as the table goes around. Drawing is important, especially when you're playing stuff such as... Psychosis Crawler. Ooh, draw a card. Each opponent loses one life. Power and toughness equal to cards in hand. That's a really good card. Yeah. I think sees less play now than it used to, and wheel decks are more more popular now than they used to be. It's so, I I think that's very strange. Ominous Seas. Oh, look at this one. Cycling for two. Enchantment for two. Whenever you draw a card, put a foreshadow counter on it. When it has eight... You, you remove eight, sorry, you remove eight, and you put an eight-eight Kraken into play. Important that you don't sack Ominous Seas to do that. So yes. You just keep making Krakens. I kind of want to put that in uh, Bruvac. You could call it Ominous Streets and just have it be an alley with, like, like a guy hiding behind a garbage can with a knife. Yeah, bad guys down there. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah there's yeah. the Ryan Alter suggestion of the week. There I, it is. I fell off the wagon of doing that. Uh, Nadir Kraken. Oh, you like this one, right? I like this card a lot. Give it a read. Nadir Kraken is a 2-3 for blue, blue, 1. Whenever you draw a card, you may pay 1. If you do, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it and create a 1-1 blue tentacle creature. Ooh, I love a good tentacle. Everybody loves a good tentacle, Ryan. Don't Google that. Don't Google that. No, 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 no. That's a cool one. Also, the picture's freaking rad because he's just eating boats. Yes. That's very cool. Hoofprints. Of the stag. Of the stag. This is a two-drop enchantment, so you can find it. Whenever you draw a card, you may put a hoofprint counter (laughs) on hoofprints of the stag. White, two, remove four hoofprint counters, create a 4-4 white elemental creature token with flying. And you can only do it during your turn, like casting a creature. I'm okay with this. because it's, it's It's during your turn. You can do it at instant speed, but like instant speed on your turn. Yeah, well... In response to your blocker, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know why you'd ever. I'm sure that there's a situation in which that is better than any time you could play a sorcery because it's more options and more options is always more power. Yes, the point is, is we get four fours for three f- after we draw cards, which yeah. we're going to be doing anyways. Yeah. 
and this isn't casting a spell, thereby skirting moderation's correct uh, limitation. Yeah. And anybody that knows a bunch about lore and stuff, if you can tell me who the stag is, that would be excellent. Oh, because there's lots of things that reference the stag from Lorwyn, but I don't know who the stag is. Last one in the section, Chasm Skulker. That's another squiddy guy that you like, right? Oh, yeah. I love the squids, sea creatures, and oozes. Those are like the things I like. And frogs. Oh, they're all tentacly or have arms hanging out of their mouth. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know. know what it is. Maybe we'll call you Chub Toad Brando <laughs> Eagle. Chub Brando Eagle. It makes perfect sense. Chasm Skulker is a 1 1 for blue, too. Whenever you draw a card, it gets a plus one, plus one counter. When Chasm Skulker eats shit, you get a 1 1 Island Walker for each plus one, plus one counter that was on it. Man, that's a, that's a good ass. He, card. he gets big. Oh, yeah, he gets big as hell, and then he dies as hell, and then you get big as hell army. I should put that in Brewback. <laughs> <laughs> you. you you really could. Backup win conditions are important. And and he also blocks. You could block their big, big when it attacks, uh -huh. kill it, and if you trade, you end up with an army of blockers to protect yourself from everybody else. Well, it's a good-ass card, man. Backup win cons. Ha! Backup win con. Mill you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never... What is that? What did, what did Johnny Gargano say? You'll never lose if you bet on yourself. Yes. So don't backups are for chumps. I'm betting on myself. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'm betting on myself. I'm betting on. I'm betting on Bruvac beats for bitch slapping you to win, man. I killed somebody in Vegas by attacking them with a one four. I fucking killed them. Let's do some flash matters stuff. Sure. Then we'll get into the actual flashers. Or should we talk about the flashers first? No, let's do flash matters because the flashers are the the they're the flashers. Okay. I don't know what that means, but. We'll get there. Flash matters. First card, Wave Break Hippocamp. Enchantment for three, but also a creature. Also a horsefish. All good things. Everything we just said is awesome. Yes. First, Don't even need to read the rest of the card. <laughs> yes. First spell on each opponent's turn, draw a card. Uh-oh. Very good. I you, I play this in 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 in, in Calamax, the Storm Sire. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's yeah. a good-ass good card right there. Stinging Lionfish. First spell during each opponent's turn, tap or untap target non-land permanent. Maybe one of those diamonds that comes into play tap. <laughs> <laughs> also an enchantment. Did you say that? Nope, but also, also an enchantment that doesn't cost more than three. Yep. Nimrus Una's Trickster. What in the actual? A 1-6 flash flying fairy knight black blue three. Okay. Whenever you cast your first spell during each opponent's turn, look at the top two cards of your library. Put one of those cards into your hand, and the other into your... Oh, it lets you um, surveil. Surveil. When you cast something on their turn. But surveil, draw. That's a... So it, well, you have to you have to bin one and draw one, right? That's how it works? Yes. Yeah. I'm okay with this. That's okay, I'm yeah. okay because I get to see two cards. Yeah. And I'll just keep the one that's better. Why isn't it a rogue? I don't know. Because all of Una's stuff is rogues, and a trickster... Knights aren't tricksters. They're all honorable and shit. Flavor fail. Moving right along. Naiad of the Hidden Coasts. Enchantment for three. Also a creature. As long as it's not your turn, stuff you cast costs one less. Ah, it's, it's, a, it's another, uh, what is it, a ramp spell kind of? Yeah. Glenalendra Pranksters. Four drop flying wizard fairy Whenever you play a spell during an opponent's turn, return target creature you control to its owner's hand. Mm. What? Sure. The, the, what? Yeah, whatever. Fairy tauntings. Enchantment for three. Opponent's turn. Each opponent loses a life. 
Yeah, play a spell during their turn. Everybody loses life. That's so pretty keep, good. That's a good one. I like the picture on that, too. Yep. It's got little daisies and stuff. Cunning Night Bonder. 2-2 two, two for 2 flash. Spells with flash cost one less to cast and can't be countered. Sick. That's good in this deck. That's a that's good a card. Good ass card. That's in good this deck. in lots of decks, actually. I guess flash is. It's got to have flash. It's not yeah. instance. It it has to have flash. Yeah. And the last one is Brineborn Cutthroat. Brineborn, flash, two drop. Whenever you cast a spell during an opponent's turn, put a plus one counter on Brineborn Cutthroat. That's not that powerful, but I bet you it starts to beat. And it's a and it's a pirate. Pirates are fun. Sure. I'm gonna point out. Just me observing things. Those swords with the with the sword with the little pokies coming out the side. I feel like those kind of suck. Like if you were to actually try and fight somebody with that with one of those, especially when it's clearly made out of a bone like that, I feel like you'd stab somebody and just like the little tines would just kind of fall off or stop your sword from going in far enough to do any real damage. Yeah, those spines are pretty big on there. Like you'd hit somebody with your sword, it's, and you just hit them with like little little pokies. It's definitely a stabbing weapon, not a slashing weapon. Yeah, which which is something like when you make a sword, they are specifically designed for a purpose. Yeah, that just doesn't seem like it's just doesn't seem that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if somebody handed me one of those, I'd be like, "Not nah, can I just have like a regular one? Just give me a pointy stick." Can I? Yeah, because they're longer, and then you can't. You know yeah, what I mean? Can I just maybe? I I I'd probably want a shield. <laughs> <laughs> I want a, I want a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we've talked about why it's important to flash things. Oh. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? I said what I said, and I stand by it. We're, we talked about why it's important to flash things. Let's talk about some of the things that we will be flashing. Keeping in mind when we play these, we're going to draw cards, we're going to tap things, we're going to return cards that we control to our hand, we're going to put counters on shit. This does everything. Agreed. All right, here we go. Stunt double. Flash clone. Shit, yeah. Spectral sailor. Flash, flying, pay for, draw a card. They sure. just in here because it has flash and says draw a card on it? Yeah. You could probably, I don't know, that's fine. A late game you draw it, it's like, I'll just turn this into like two or three extra cards, and it's especially good with unwinding clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah point yep. taken. Siphon insight. Oh, a novel. <laughs> this, this has flashback. <laughs> Does that count? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes because you can cast it. Like again the next turn. Mm-hmm. Okay, flashback. Look at the top two cards of target opponent's library. Exile one of them face down and put the other on the bottom of that library. You may look at and play the exiled card for as long as it remains exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast the spell. Sure. Neat. No, explain to me what's happening in the picture. Because you have a lady is sitting there, and then there's two people kind of snuggled up to her. And they're sleeping, and she's like looking kind of naughty. But, like, what I don't understand what she's doing there. I'd like to know what she's flashing. But probably her, her bod. I assume she's some kind of maybe she put them to sleep and she's stealing their thoughts. She's stealing their, I don't know. This could have been, they could have been like a thought line going there or yeah, something, you know? I think that's too on, on the nose. Too on the nose. This is exactly what's happening. She's taking a thought out of their head. Yeah, that's what I want. That that's like some that's like I want some her to be open edition style art. Hey, yeah, you, they're opening like a little door on the side of her head, and they're pulling out like a little bag, and the bag says thoughts on them, <laughs> right? Like that's what I want. Yes. Oh, shimmer mirror. Hey, there we go. All your shit's got flash. Well, your artifacts. Well, that counts. Sakashima's protege. Flash, cascade, clone. Mm-hmm. 
all good. Flashcade. Flashcade. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's pretty solid. And it comes into play as a copy of anything that entered play this turn. Oh yeah, clone of something this turn. Yes, that's fine. That's probably why it costs six, and they just stapled Cascade on it because they were like, "Wait, this is a really good card." Uh, I don't know. Clones cost four. They're like, "Ooh, what's Cascade worth?" Probably two. <laughs> Fuck, little did they know. <laughs> well, well, Flash is Flash is real good. Flash apparently costs nothing on a clone. Because oh, stunt yeah. double. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Rap Capuchin ships mage. Flash Capuchin. Ooh, shoot I did there. I I do. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Flash flying, historic spells, flash. So that's artifacts in uh, artifacts, sagas, and legendary creature. Uh-huh. Or legendaries in general. Quickling. Flash flying. Enters the battlefield. Bounce a thing. You control. Unless you sack it. Which is Oh no, weird. I'll just bounce a thing. I probably wouldn't do that. Portal Mage. Flash enters the battlefield during declare attackers only, and you can reselect Who's getting attacked? <laughs> You're just like, ha, portal. Eh, come out over there. Hit yeah. that guy. For like a creature. Yes. There's a creature that you can you can. Move yeah, around. can you imagine some creatures reaching across the bitch slap somebody and you flash in a portal mage and his hand goes through the portal? Bitch slaps his own guy. Can you have it attack the person that owns it? Probably not. No. That's illegal. Yeah. Can't cause illegal attacks. That's crap. I think that they should change that so you can do that. I think you should be able to redirect attackers back on the person that's Specifically attacking. Specifically just for portal mage. <laughs> Yeah, because well, is it is that type of ability so prevalent that mm. you couldn't like redirect an attacker back onto the person that's? I think that you could do cards that would do that, yeah, and they wouldn't be could. oppressive. Probably think, you could, yeah. I think you could do that, and it would yep. be fine for the game. We were talking about this guy last night, Notion Thief, and I think on the 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 pre-show too, because I think he's not a very attractive human. Oh no. This is four drop with flash, three, one. You flash them in, and if an opponent would draw a card, except for the first one they draw in each of their draw steps, that's another reason Hall Breacher and Notion Thief are different, right? Because Hall Breacher just doesn't say, like, just doesn't let you draw, right? No, it does. Yeah. You yeah. still get oh, your yeah. first card. Yeah, that's turn. right. Okay. If you draw a card, except for the first one you draw in each of your draw steps, Instead, that player skips that draw instead, and we draw a card. Yeah. That's a good-ass card. It's just a card that... The reason I was asking about it is because it's not... It's not even mentioned in the same breath as Hull Breacher Opposition Agent. Is Hull Breacher an Opposition Agent, and nobody cares about Notion Thief. You know what I mean? I, I've I've heard the Notion Thief argument with Hull Breacher. Okay, I just... I've I seen it on Twitter, at least. I've just never been present for that, so it's like... what. It's not even a who's better, who's more powerful. It's just, I feel like Notion Thief should at least be mentioned in the same sentence as those other two cards because it's... I think that it should be too, but those three cards, while they seem to do the same thing, you're doing something, I'm going to stop you and I'm going to do it. Yeah. The thing that they stop you from doing and I'm going to do it, all of those things are different things. Yes. One is search library. One is draw cards. No, I get mana. One is draw cards. No, I draw cards. Yeah. Right? They all do different things. Yeah. They're functionally different for sure. It's just, I feel they're a, a triumvirate rather than a duo mm. is is my thought. But we'll, we'll leave that for another day. And we're going to talk about n- Niambi. Esteemed I got, I got speaker. You. Yeah. I got you. you. Yes. I was not <laughs> going to be able to say that word. This is Tefri's daughter. Did you know that? I do now. There it is. 2-1 with Flash. Enters the battlefield. You may return another target creature control to its owner's hand. If you do, gain life equal to that creature's converted mana cost. And you can go blue, white, one, tap, discard a legendary card. Jeez. Draw two cards. 
Sure, we're going to bounce something for two. That's fine. Mystical teachings. Flashback for six, but it only costs four. Search your library for an instant card or a card with flash. Reveal it. Put it into your hand. Beauty. Yep. Uh, minions return. Oh, there's a flash enchant creature. Enchanted creature dies. Return that creature to the battlefield under your control. Note that it does not say one of your creatures. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's you, what, that's you cool. just kill a guy. And then you get it back at flash speed. Or even better, you have for somebody else to kill a guy. Yeah. Just get it. Frantic search. Draw three, untap three, discard three, right? Uh, draw two, discard two, untap three land. Oh, I had three in my mind. <laughs> you're, you're on the right track. Draw two, discard two, untap three. Yes. Got there. You, okay. you got it. You got yeah. it. Factor fiction. Oh. Oh, God. Reveal the top five cards of your library. An opponent separates them into... Two piles, we get a pile of our choice. And then the other one hits the bin. Yes. Important, it goes to the graveyard, so we could maybe flash it back or get her back or it. Yep. Also important, we don't draw those cards. We put them into our hand. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that matters. It, it, yes. Deputy of acquittals? Yes. He's a flasher for two. When he enters the battlefield, you may return another target creature to its owner's hand. Oh, it's a bounce guy. Yeah, and I'm just going to say this. This is the one, when I was looking through the deck that I thought of, that's the only one that looks like a flasher. Like that guy He's going to lift up his toga. Yeah, and there's going to just be no underpants under there. Guaranteed that guy. Is he going to give you a full frontal or Both. full backle? Both. Like what, what, is it, what is it called when you give somebody full back? Full ass? It's showing your ass. <laughs> It's what it, yeah, there's no word for that. It's showing your ass. Showing your ass. How come showing your ass isn't as bad as showing your front junk? I don't under, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I, I we, Me and Kyla have had this discussion lots of times. Like, why is it, like, you can see somebody's, like, whole ass crack with, like, a little bit of, like, their dirty butthole, like, sticking out between the cheeks. And that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, like that guy at the Recycling Depot that was standing in front of me and my kid the other day, and I had to explain to him, like, the importance of, like, wearing nice clothes and wearing a belt and shit like having a hygiene conversation with a four-year-old because some dude's ass was out yeah just when he was standing there yeah. it's, but it's, that's like yeah. okay i don't i don't i don't get it either i think that it should be either like no or just like fucking people in the nation yeah. get your belts man like, we should have had belts in the kickstarter <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna for me personally i'm uncomfortable with the sight of penises because i think penises are really weird yeah they like, suck like i don't want to see them but if it came to a point where it's like you can walk around with them hanging out, I'm not going to be mad. I'll get over it. I'll adjust. But, like, give me consistency. Yes. If I can see your smelly fucking unwashed ass, why can't I see the rest of you? <laughs> Does it make you want to see the rest of them when you see a smelly Abs unwashed ass? Absolutely not. Okay, but consistency is very important to me, whether it be in my drinks, my pudding, or my life. Consistency. Or your opening hands. That's why you play the right amount of lands, about 29 to 31. <laughs> Way to bring and, it back to magic. <laughs> and mana rocks, eh, three or four. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. How did you? Yeah, that's. Yeah. All three CMC or greater mana rocks. Yeah. Consistency cookout podcast. That's us. That's us. Crafty okay. coin purse. Speaking of coin purse, I don't want to <laughs> see your coin purse. I don't want to see your back purse. I don't want to see your saggy purse. I don't want to see any of it. I don't know what this card does. Give it a read. <laughs> <laughs> Crafty coin purse or cut purse, if you actually read the card, is a 2-2 for blue 3 with flash. When it comes into play, each token that would be created under an opponent's control this turn is created under your control instead. 
Oh. So somebody goes dock side extortionist, you go crafty coin purse, I'll get those treasures instead. Neat. Yeah, somebody goes, nice. make a blood, and you're like, oh, I guess I'll get a blood. <laughs> I I cannot think of any situation under which anybody would ever do that. <laughs> and if you're out in the nation and you've done that or are excited to do it not because you just want to tell me about it, you, you got to let me know. Like, oh, yeah, I totally crafty cut purse this guy and got his 10 blood counters, and then I didn't do anything else because blood counters are just medium. Oh, it's happened. You Uh, know we're getting lists now, right? Yeah, we definitely are. Coffin purge. Yeah, this is this is counter target reanimation spell, right? Yeah. Instant speed, black. Remove target card in a graveyard from the game with flashback, so you could get two. It's like, uh, is this not quite as good um, cabal therapy? Ah, this feels like a meta card because it is so pointed, so specific, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's lots of reanimation in the in the all filler Miller group. Possibly. Possibly. Brainstorm. Brainstorm is just like draw two, put two back. Or draw three, get two back. Instant speed. That's a good ass card. And the last card in the deck is an Aven Mind Sensor. This is a cool card. Flash. So it's good when you tutor, you flash it in. Flying. Two one. If an opponent would search their library, they only search the top four of their library instead. <laughs> Get wrecked, fetch land. Yes. I hate I hate flashing in an Avon Mind Sensor on a fetch land, and then I, they I, still they still hit because yeah. they find a basic like in their top four, and it's like, oh, damn it. God damn it. Damn it, I could have used this on somebody's demonic tutor. <laughs> well, like, you I suck at magic. You still did use it on their demonic tutor because- Oh, yeah. You it, know. It probably eats shit or gets, like, before yeah. the D toots, it eats shit or gets caught up in a sweeper. Yeah, probably. Or you use it to block because, ugh, because <laughs> I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Cool art on that card, and it's one of those uh, love your LGS promos. So if you go to an LGS and play in, a, in an event, you may get one of those in old border foil. Very cool. Yeah, cool art harkens back to to CCO's top five in five artist we want back. Rebecca Gay did that original art. Neat. Yes, and that's the art that's on the Love Your LGS promo, which we do every Thursday. We play some EDH. We sure do. Although, now that's done for the rest of the year, we're going to have to find some other no, way. No, you heard wrong. I heard wrong. There is magic next week. Oh, fuck yeah. But after that and the week after that, there is no magic. Okay. Yes, I meant to tell you that. Totally forgot until now. Oh, man, I'm very excited that that's a thing. Very okay. excited. Good. Let's move on to some strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. I want to start with the strengths because one of them leads into a weakness. And I can't really formulate the thought the other way. Okay. Strength. Unique and interesting. Because it's not that Zerdeck, like we've said so many times on the show. Yeah, right? that's like another strength in itself. It's not the Zerdeck. You'll play this one time and everybody's going to be like, oh, okay, that's fine. You're going to cool. play a Zerdeck? Cool. Takes bad cards and makes them good. Yes. <laughs> Which is something that we love to do in the niche. Correct. We take bad cards all the time and make good fun things. Yes. Are they good? I don't know, but are they fun? Yeah, probably. But most of the cards in here I think you could make a case for them being good. Yes, but I mean, are you going to play them over other things? Probably not. Now, let's flip that over into a negative. Lol, it plays worse versions of things that already exist. Yeah. Like usually you want both, but in a deck that plays white and black, we're playing Avon Mind Sensor instead of Opposition Agent, which is clearly a better card. Yeah. Stops people from searching, and I get to search instead. And it's a bigger creature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, sure, it can't block flying, but oh, I don't care. That's the negative. The other negative is there is a stigma around Zer, about Zer, right? 
Yeah. Which you would have to combat with rule zero and then demonstrating probably by losing a game or two to say it's not that Zerdeck. Yeah. But in a local meta or a meta that, remember I said that card feels that card feels meta? Well, he's playing it in a meta where people know yeah, what they, the fucking meta is. They know you. They know all that exactly, stuff. Exactly, right? Or if if Aiden busted this out in the in the game that him and Lenny and me and Mac were playing on that night, and he said this is opposition Zer flash tribal. Oh, okay, I, cool. I get it. Yeah, cool. It's not gonna necropotence and lock me out on turn four. Cool, neat. Anything is cooler than that, actually. Yes, yes. I would rather play any game than that one. Yes. Now speaking of any, let's move to the budget. Wait, hang on. I want to say one more strength oh, on this. You got a strength? Okay, I do. It's super easily upgradable. Yes. And because it's designed to be kind of lower powered, kind of lower to the ground stuff, you're always going to have an opportunity when new stuff comes out to look at all of the just kind of stuff they throw in for draft or just stuff that they threw in. And you're probably going to be able to find new cards to put in here, even if they're not upgrades. There might be a cool lateral move. So you're like, hey, I'm playing this new card because it has a cooler picture or whatever. And your deck doesn't actually lose steam because you're doing that. And I, I love cards. I love decks that do that. Yes, very much so. All of that notwithstanding or withstanding, I'm not sure. Here's check this. Okay. 80 bucks for this entire monstrosity. It's a very affordable deck. Most expensive card in the entire deck. And it's interesting that you asked, is it is this card worth it? When referencing 11, 12, 13 artifacts, unwinding clock at $20. Which is wrong because I'm looking at the site again on your computer screen and I see unwinding clock, $10. Well, maybe you were looking at Canadian prices before. Perhaps. Because, you know, exchange rate and everything. Sure. $10. Most expensive card in the deck. Doesn't change anything. Yeah. <laughs> is it worth it for 10 bucks if you want to make a budget deck? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, in, in based on what you're trying to do, probably it's worth it to if you're going to splurge on the one card this is the one that's going to make the deck more consistent and we have the opportunity with a three color deck to play like six or seven artifact lands and yeah. and 10 other ramp cards yeah. that are all artifacts yeah probably it's worth it the next most expensive card chasm skulker five bucks do you i don't know i think at five bucks i'm not I'm not looking at cutting cards because they're too much at five bucks. I'm not either. Especially when there aren't very many cards that are five bucks in the deck. If I'm if I have this deck and I need like a big creature back of Wincon, am I am I going to fusiongamingonline.com, buying a chasm skulker for five bucks using CCO Fusion Five promo code to get five percent off? Probably. I, I probably would, but at the same time, do I need that exact card or can I find a different a big enough creature or something that draws me cards. You could probably find a, a suitable analog. I mean, in this deck, you could use um, uh, it's from the new set, white, white, one, X three, where X is the number of dudes you have. Whenever you attack, you, you get, get dudes. You get more dudes. Yes, like that might be a suitable analog because it costs like forty six cents, and every time you swing in with Zer to get another enchantment, you just make three more guys yep to block with or attack with like that might be that's playable in this deck and it's it's cheap yep. so if you don't want to f drop money on a chasm skulker you can just buy that instead agree or, or you probably have one because your buddies opened crimson vow and they hate it so just give <laughs> your it buddies to you. are idiots and they open crimson <laughs> <Vow>. exactly <laughs> <laughs> your buddies with brando who opened crimson no oh, i'm an idiot i'm an, <laughs> I'm an idiot oh 80 bucks if you took out chasm skulker and unwinding clock 65 bucks 
You, I know though, because we've talked about it extensively, <laughs> don't like the diamonds. I and, don't. And you think that you could take them out and you always de- default to medallions. Mm-hmm. Medallions are good. But they're they're Th- costly. Three color deck, not as good. Not, in, in this deck, I think that you could probably play a sapphire medallion and be okay. Yes. Because there's the, enough blue. The medallions for people who are unfamiliar, of course, there's one for each color. Two drop, artifact, they say cards of... Sapphire medallion. Blue cards cost one less to cast. It's yeah. like 40 bucks. Ruby medallion, same thing, but for red. Yeah. It's like 45 bucks. Right? Very much, yes. I think that the... I just... The reason I don't like them is when they come into play tapped, and yep. they're, so they're slow. And the the pleth, especially in casual, where you're not trying to just, like, power things out as fast as possible, Yep. I think that there's enough density at the three-mana artifact that taps for any color in a three-color deck that's important Yep. that has some other tertiary ability that costs about the same amount of money because yep. they're all pretty cheap and you could just throw any one of those in here instead of a diamond and yeah, you get it out the turn later, but you can use it the turn Agreed. the same turn and like you get a, a tertiary benefit. You can tap a creature. You can, if you hit somebody 10 times, you can make them lose the game. If you, you can make it day or night. You could, you know what I mean? Yes. If somebody's just shit hauling you with their werewolf deck you can just make it day to turn them all back <laughs> that is a thing that you that could right? conceivably happen these days yeah like those are things that can happen and i just default to things like that because you never know you know what you know what people are going to say or or, or or generally when we make statements like that hey why what cut this for this cut this for this then they give us a reason what right. i think the reason here is zer costs 4 those diamonds enter the battlefield tapped, but we're not looking to spend one mana on anything in the deck. So yeah. if we have them in our opener and cast them on two, provided we have a land drop on turn three, we cast Zer. Yeah. And that's what the two drop mana rocks are good for when you have a four drop commander. Correct. One drop rocks are better when you have a three cost commander. That's why mana dorks are good and things like wild growth are good in decks that have three drop commanders. Land enchantment like a wild growth yeah utopia sprawl yep turn two land play my commander on turn two right yeah that's why i think that they're in here now if you wanted to use that line of thinking you're you're relegated to mana vaults and mana crypts yeah and, now we're talking and and, and sol ring but and sol ring which which uh isn't in this deck there's no sol ring in this no. deck, which is insane well you do but. yeah and and Sol Ring's a Sol Ring, the best fucking card in the format, yeah. but you do leave a mana on the table when you cast it on one and then play a land on... It doesn't even help you, does it? It doesn't help you... I mean, it casts... You, you cast Xur faster, but it doesn't give you colored mana, which I think this deck wants. We untap it with your Unwinding Clock, and you can use it for the colorless cost of all your Flash stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. We don't need to tell people that Sol Ring's good, I guess. Yeah, like Sol Ring's a good-ass card. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe yeah. no Sol Ring meta. Maybe sure. Maybe they. Maybe Aiden just didn't want it. Yeah. Like, I don't I mean, know. Some people don't like to play Sol Rings. There's lots of those that are local gay, and they don't yeah. play Sol Rings in decks. Yep. There, there is always a reason to not play Sol Ring, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes, and this is totally fine for anybody out there, it's because everybody plays it and you don't want to. Yeah. And I think that that's a fine reason. It's a completely, well, I just didn't want to. Yeah. Completely legitimate reason. Yeah. And you know what? And and we can flip that on its head, go back to the diamond conversation that you and I have so very often. Yeah. Is sometimes it's, I don't want a proxy and I also don't own a mana crypt. 
Oh, yeah. Right? And then, yeah. okay, sure, I'm not going to... I have a diamond. I don't have a mining. And, and every time I play a sapphire diamond, you tell me it's bad. Yeah. And I say, yeah, but I own one and it's foil and I don't want to play a mana crypt because then I have to... Then I feel like real zero obligated to tell people I have a mana crypt in this deck so you don't accuse me that it's CEDH, right? How? I've been wanting to ask you about this for a uh, long time, so we're doing it now. Sure. If you have thoughts on this out there as well, down in the comments... Feel free to 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 chime in on this because I, I would really love to hear what you have to say. At what point does the rule zero I have mana crypt or mana vault in my deck? When does that go away? Because they're getting pretty common. I've played lots of casual games where they just casual mana crypt, and I don't like it. Doesn't light me up, but yeah. like I know that it does some people, and it's like well. When do we get to that point? Because I think we're getting pretty close because there's a lot of mana crypts floating around out there in places that you would not expect to see them. Hmm. Like, I played one in my Dinosaur Daryl deck for a long time until, like, too many people said, this deck isn't jank because it has a $200 card in it. Okay, so I cut that. Yeah. And, okay, sure. It's mighty responsible of you. I'll do it. Like, I don't... I'm, yeah. I'm tired of having the... The not salt, but like the the questioning of my yeah my my integrity. So yeah, I'll fucking pull the, this. The baggage associated with it. Yeah, if you're not higher tiered competition level. Yeah, like I will not own a mana crypt or mana vault and not have it in a deck. I will not leave them in a binder because they're just they're too cool to not play them. Yes. Ah. Uh, like, like, are I, we reaching that point? Are we reaching the point? You know what? Like in my dragons, Elsha dragons approach deck. And Elsha's got baggage because she does have CEDH builds mm-hmm. associated with her person. Yep. <laughs> uh, I say it's not that one, but I do play some fast mana because I'm playing a burn deck and yeah. I don't have a whole ton of top end. That's loosely the the premise of my rule zero talk for my dragon's approach deck, yeah. right? L- let's let's flip the script, but just only a little bit. I have a I have a force of will and a mana drain. In my Bruvac deck, very sure. expensive among the best counter spells and cards in Magic: The Gathering. Right, just like Soul Ring and Mana Crypt. Yep, I tell people that those cards are in my Bruvac deck because they have baggage. I am playing counter spells like half a dozen, and two of them are Force of Will and Mana Drain. I am playing those cards. Is it? I think it's good etiquette to to still mention that you play that card, and if you're honest with yourself and you're being honest to other people by saying my dinosaur Daryl deck is jank it's powerful and I pilot it well because I've played it lots yeah because you play magic lots and yeah. you're a good magic player thank you uh I, I you heard I, it here first yeah <laughs> I, I think that I think that the fault sometimes falls onto the opponent which is something that people have a hard time with because they they think that mana crypt and 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 mana drain and force of will don't belong in casual EDH. When in real life, it might be the number one most powerful card in my deck, and you just haven't lost that way before, or you haven't had experience playing against that card, and you think it's more powerful than it is mm-hmm. because of its price tag. I would very much like to do a show on the differences between playing experienced players and mm. or new players, and the the same if those are up and down. The left and right would be friends and strangers. And where does a person land in that, like, XY graph? Oh, uh, yeah. Very interesting conversations to be had there. Agreed. Should we hit him with the spice calculator, Ryan? 
Let's spice up these bitches. I don't know why I said that. But. <laughs> hey, man, it's what we're doing. It's what we're here for. Do it. Okay. 3,300 Zerdex on EDH Rack Deck. That puts him at the third spot in Esper Commanders, right below our boy Aloru, Ageless Aesthetic, and right above Aminatu, the Butt Stitcher. Yes. Aesthetic, like like he cares about what he looks like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's his name. No, but. it's not, but... <laughs> Fun fact, Aminatu the Butt Stitcher, not the real name either. But you can't tell me that. Uh, I have an English degree. Wouldn't have known. I can read wouldn't everything. Wouldn't have known. Okay, 2.87 average CMC. That Whew. That is lent to itself because Zer wants three drops or less. Correct. That's why we have that. Uniqueness rating. This is cards different than scrolling through the, the Zer page on EDHRECT.com. Mm-hmm. 46 different cards. Neat. That's like all the deck except the Mana Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And I saw some good cards on that page, let me tell you that. Oh, I bet, I bet you did. But we're not playing those. Yeah, heck them. Heck them. Heck them all the way to heck. Yes. Frick them. <laughs> <laughs> Frick them all the way to heck. <laughs> what? Censorship Cookout Podcast. Oh. oh. Still a C, though. It is. Yeah. Oh. Still a C. Okay. Punch it all into the spice calculator. 59.9. Nice. I'm going to round that to 60. Yes. I'm going to round it to 60 and and give Aiden a, a good grade. Yeah. Well, I mean, 59 is also a good grade, but 60 is a better grade because, and math is fun, 60 is a bigger number than 59. Last time I said. CCO math lesson. That's a new stamp. Yes, Calculus Cookout Podcast. Still a C. <laughs> And next week, or the week after, we're going to be Christmas Cookout Podcast. Oh. Christmas Celebration Cookout Podcast. It's too many C's. It's too many. C-C-C-C-O. And it's going to be cold. C-C-C-C-C-C-O. Camp out and burn a Yule log. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw a random Y in there. That would be C-C-C-C-C-C-Y-O. Yeah, I'm okay with this. Yeah. What's that dance look like? <laughs> <laughs> There's people just going. Like, <laughs> I guess nobody can see what I'm doing, but it's funny. The point is, it's funny. <laughs> Everybody imagined it. Yeah, anybody who's ever done the YMCA dance, just do the C over and over and over <laughs> again. It's very. It's lots of fun, actually. <laughs> I just discovered that. <laughs> oh man. Everybody assumed that you did it above your head, though. But no, he didn't. So it just looked like a gorilla dance. <laughs> That's what it looks like when I dance. That's oh, why man. I don't dance. That's so good. Okay, well, all Filler Miller and all of the other patrons, community members, Twitter followers, Facebook likers, people who tell us we're wrong. Even them. Even them. Yeah, as big wrong old, as they are. Big old F you. Yeah, F you <laughs> to all of those people. But thank you so much for being here. Thanks to FusionGamingOnline.com for helping us be here. Remember... CCO Fusion 5, special promo code, 5% off all the shit that you're going to buy anyway, be it budget, Zer, moderation decks, or full-on CDH. Everybody doesn't want to play Magic with you, Zer decks. Oh, wait, I, I got the, I mentioned this last week at the end of the show as well. We've got a little special gift in the new year for the patrons. We're working on the logistics behind it. I'm squeezing Fusion a little bit harder than they want to pop and squirt against the mirror. That's a that's a zit popping that's joke. A pimple thing, yeah. Yep, but we're working on the logistics of it. We're going to be sending out some some nice little deals. 
Sometimes people ask me about the deals, and I heard Ryan explaining this particular deal to some of the guys last night, and I don't understand it. There's yeah. a lot of trigonometry involved, so we'll just have to wait, and we'll all learn about it together. Yeah, I'm doing all the heavy lifting and mental gymnastics and squeezing uh -huh. for the patrons to get a good deal. So if yeah. you want to get in, I've been teasing it at the end of the show, if you want to get in before the end of the year, you're going to get a little special deal in the new year. And, and I'm in the wings with like the chair and the lead pipe in case somebody gives me any crap. Or if Max Crandell walks by. Yes, that is that as well. That will eventually happen too. And we're going to talk about why that's awesome on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!